maybe I didn't treat you quite as good as I should have. Maybe I didn't love you. Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Roostrack. I'm here with special guest and entertainer, Lannon James. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much. How are you doing today? Good and yourself? I'm doing really good. Just excited to talk about everything and talk about shows, talk about my Elvis tribute artist stuff. I'm really that, excited. That's what I was just getting ready to say. Unlike other shows, you're an Elvis impersonator, which is completely random. <laughs> you know, especially with your age group. You're not that, you uh, know, most of the yeah, Elvis impersonators that I've seen are 40 and up. You're very much my daughter's age. 17, yeah. Yeah. 16, so. 17. Oh, my God. Wow, that's probably crazy to your daughter then. Like, oh, my God. My mom's interviewing this Elvis tribute artist at 17 years old. It's crazy. But, you know, crazy, you know, because, like, when I was in public school, and I'm in private school because I travel a lot to do shows, but when I was in, like, you know, public school, I was the only kid, obviously, that liked Elvis. There's one other kid that, like, slicked his hair back and, you know, was, like, the total 50 style, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I was always the different kid from other kids because I liked different music. I had a different style. But, you know, for the past few years now, I've just been doing shows and it's been making me the most happy in the world. Well, congratulations on finding your why in life <laughs> and finding that thing that makes you happy a lot of people go through life and never find it so congratulations at 17 of you finding it well, thank you thank so, you very much i appreciate it you're welcome so you're doing these shows you have something coming up a competition as i heard what's that about so it's called the windy city elvis competition it's actually um in just about a week from uh sunday and um, it's at the Des Plaines Theater in Des Plaines, Illinois. And uh, I think it starts at one o'clock. But um, basically a bunch, any age for this competition. So kind of how you're saying, like, the older ones, like 45, mm-hmm. over, younger, any age could be in this competition. So it's, it's pretty nerve wracking, but I'm pretty sure the, my family and me and my manager, Kevin, are going to be happy about the results in this competition. <laughs> I am pretty sure that you definitely have the age rank covered, at least. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, you know. <laughs> so that's always fun, though. So why Elvis? So when I was about nine years old, I watched a sitcom, uh, Full House. Actually, Bob Saget, who used to be in Full House, actually unfortunately died a couple of weeks ago. But he was... So basically, John Stamos in it was Jesse, and he was a big Elvis fan in the show. So when I watched that show, you know, then I was like, wow, I actually enjoy this, like, music or this, like, persona of Elvis. Mm -hmm. So then I look in Elvis videos. I didn't exactly know who he was yet. So I looked into it, and I listened to songs like Love Me, Hound Dog, all the 50 stuff, and Mm -hmm. I just loved it, you know, but then... Since I was like, like a little, little kid, you know, I'm still a kid, kind of, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I would listen to these songs 
you know, and just love them. Sometimes I'll get like the $20 Walmart jumpsuit and wear it and sing some songs to my mom and dad. But then for the past two years, ever since the start of COVID, so around like March of 2020, I started doing this professionally, you know, doing shows, doing competitions, doing all that. So I think what really started though was watching Full House. And funny enough, on another note, my parents are metalheads. They love Guns N' Roses, uh, Metallica, um, Brett Michaels, uh, all those. So it's funny when I was in Elvis at first, it was a little weird, but now we always sing the songs every day. They love them. Like songs always get stuck in the head. Like I just can't believe in suspicious minds, all like the usual suspects of Elvis songs. Oh, I completely agree. My grandmother, I grew up on Elvis until she passed away. You go to oh, her house, it was shrine to Elvis. So I totally get the whole Elvis thing, but you know, that was her go-to thing when she was still with us. She had her room with Elvis. She had this stairway going upstairs with Elvis, everything with Elvis. So I completely understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Well, you know, I did have some pictures up. We're actually planning on moving soon out of Illinois. Indiana or Michigan we're still deciding but we I had pictures up here and I still have a couple of those pictures right in front of me on my desk just of a couple and I have some of my rewards I got from past competitions and stuff like that that is awesome I mean okay thank you so you're 17 you have a career path in entertainment obviously you sing you do acting because anyone that's an impersonator is an acting let's cut that you know, so you have a career path already planned for you. You're already going for it and you're already getting awards. There's not a lot of teenagers that can say that. Yeah, you know, it's true, you know, because I still talk to about actually only like one or two kids from my school because, you know, I've been really focused on my career, but I still obviously have friends, you know. (laughs) You always have to keep friends, you know, in your life, you know, that's what makes you happy and if you ever need to talk to somebody you can talk to a friend but like one of my friends Andrew me and him always talk and hang out and I'll be out of that Elvis mode I'll just be in like my landing mode per se you know and we'll just have fun you know but yeah I'm very proud of what I've been doing for my age compared to other teenagers because I have about 12 shows coming up plus a contest in the next week the Windy City we're talking about it and, um, you know, I bet a lot of teenagers can't say that. So it makes me very happy and proud of myself for being able to do that. That is a lot of an undertaking for a 17-year-old. That's not a whole undertaking yeah. for someone that's in their mid-20s to going into their 30s. If you actually think about it as a career, it's a lot. Oh, it is. <laughs> You know, from the start of it, setting it up, from being at home before the show, making set lists, making sure all the tracks and like I use backing tracks on my shows. I use a professional company called EP Project and um, they're like a backing band and they will record the live band and then I could play it from my computer. So it's pretty terrific on how you can do that. And so I have to go to shows set up with my father and my friend Kevin, sometimes my friend Chris. And then, um, 
you know, do the show. And then I'm really exhausted after. And sometimes I'll just make my Dan and Kevin set up, get everything out of there. I don't do it because I'm so tired after these shows. Like, it's always a joke. But when you're wearing the Elvis jumpsuits, they're really hot, especially in a place that isn't air conditioned or whatever, you know. So sometimes it can be exhausting. But what keeps it alive is the audience. And as long as they're cheering me on or happy, or I make their day by giving them a scarf, Teddy Barity, just like the songs I do. You know, that's what really makes me happy. And that's all that, in the end of the day, is important. It's making yourself happy and making your fans happy. Anything else is secondary. From setting exactly, up, yeah. Yeah, from setting up a couple uh, shows myself, I understand the undertaking the work, the equipment that's involved, depending on the show, it's, each show is different and how the venue is set up, what you do. But at the same time, it's exhausting just to be a stagehand. Yeah, it's it's so true. You know, there's always the equipment. Like tomorrow I have a show at Clayton's Tap in uh, Morris, Illinois. And um, now after I actually I have a few interviews. I have another interview later today. So I've been preparing all day. Like we've been doing my friend or my manager Kevin's been setting up a lot of podcasts so we've been doing them a lot and I enjoy always talking to them I love talking to you I love it and um like after this interview I'm gonna have to get like you said like all the equipment ready for the show tomorrow I'm doing you know and stuff and it's a lot to get the equipment put them in cases so they stay safe you know and just also setting them up turning the knobs you know like volume you know all the frequencies etc you know what I mean it's it's a lot of work, you know, is, I don't think a lot, yeah. People don't think of that an entertainer does that much work. They just go on stage yeah. and that's it. Well, no, there's that's a whole true. background that you're not seeing before you get into the venue. There's a whole so uh, mic testing. There's a whole equipment testing. There's at least three hours worth of equipment set up. It's so true. It really is that. I always have to get to my shows about two hours early before the showtime just to make sure even if I forget something, then I can go home real quick and grab it. Or, but usually I remember everything, hopefully, in my shows. You know, knock on wood, I don't want to forget anything in my shows. It would not be fun. But, you know, it, yeah. it just does take a lot of work. You're so right. So yeah. true. Work in entertainment, I know a lot of things. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. But that goes for both of us, man. It goes for both of us. <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, you, you're learning very young. I learned later on. But at the same time, it's all comparable. It's a work plan. It's a worth work ethic that I don't see very often from your age group right now, unfortunately. I wish, wish I did. You have so much going on in worth work ethic and motivating younger generations to do what you're doing because even though Elvis passed away several decades ago he's still very much yeah a part of our lives in one way or another he is yeah I had to think about I think it was uh 45 years ago it was in 1977 when he died so I think over 45 plus years yeah you know he, he still has a legacy with me and you know a lot of my fans are fans that never really even saw an Elvis tribute before. Like there's a lot of fans in the Elvis tribute world, if you say, you mm -hmm. know, but, um, you know, getting these new fans good for me because I know they'll want to come to more of my shows and they're, 
big fans of me, but at the same time, they get to hear Elvis's music and hopefully it carries on to their kids, to their kids, to their kids, you know, for generations to come. Exactly. It's keeping the legacy alive. And that's what a tribute band, regardless of what the tribute is, that's the message behind the band is keeping the music alive. Yeah, it's awesome, man. You know, and um, one day uh, I'm actually talking to a tribute. Well, not a tribute band, but I'm talking to a band right now. And we rehearse sometimes at their like open mics. And I'll just go there and sing a couple songs. And we're going to plan some shows throughout Chicago. And after we get a good following in Chicago, we're going to move to Indiana, a few states out, and then a few states out. And then hopefully one day travel all over the U.S. That's now- the plan. <laughs> That's a good plan. Now, while you're doing all this, are you thinking about your own music career outside of being a tribute? Well, you know, in my shows, here, sorry, let me get a quick sip. Mm-hmm. But sometimes at my shows, I'll play the guitar. Actually, later, if you want, I can play a song on the guitar. I have it ready just in case. But, um, guitar at my shows and I'll sing in my regular voice I won't sing as Elvis I'll sing as Landon mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and people actually really enjoy it because I'll go there and I'll end up singing like a r- total rock like real hard rock song like Paranoid by Black Sabbath or and just like more out there music mm-hmm. you know and uh, people like it sometimes I'll do Dave Matthews sometimes or some country like uh, Garth Brooks um Brooks and Don, stuff like that. But, you know, one day I'm planning to make originals as well and hopefully do that. And also, if the Elvis career doesn't work out because, because you, you never know what's going to happen with any business, you mm-hmm. know. So hopefully this all works out for me. But if it doesn't work out, I'm planning to become a guitar instructor because I've been playing guitar since I was five. That's kind of how I started doing every music thing, you know. And it brings me joy and I love it. And I learned from Tom Peters Guitar School in Lockport for about 11 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I learned all music theory and uh, how to read sheet music, scales and stuff like that, etc. You know, and it applies a lot to my Elvis tribute. So, you know, um, if the career doesn't work out or still does, I'll still be a guitar instructor on the side or want to teach music and spread you know, the joy there's of learning. There's nothing and wrong with having a plan B and there's nothing oh, saying yeah. while you're doing what you're doing, have your instructing as a side hustle on the side. Yeah, exactly. You know, because you never know what's happening with businesses, especially right now. Well, especially two years ago when COVID started, not a lot of people could go out. So a lot of these Elvis tributes had to stay in the house. We couldn't do our shows like a lot of the guys could do the big productions, mm-hmm. you know? So, but now finally stuff is starting to open up again, thank God. And now people are starting to do their shows. But also during that COVID, a lot of people would do Facebook lives. They would do live streams and try to spread the love of Elvis to people through that way. Have you looked into, while you're in this music career, doing summers at like Cedar Point? I know you're in, um, Indiana, Chicago area, but that's not a long jump from where you're at. Is that in Michigan? It's in Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, is that where like you live or something? In Ohio? That's where I grew up. Yes. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, no, I could definitely look into doing shows there. Right now, we're we're mainly doing stuff right now, I guess you would say, in Chicagoland. Um, hopefully, after we spread out our fan base to Ohio, which I think we will because there are a lot of fans in Ohio. I, I know a lot of people in Ohio and Indiana and Missouri and Memphis. Well, you know. the reason why I bring Cedar Point up specifically is because I know for a fact they're casting and they do tribute fans as one of the cast. Ooh, I'm definitely going to tell my friend Kevin, as soon as this interview is over, I'm going to call Kevin and say, hey, get shows in Cedar Point. <laughs> I'm going to tell Yeah, you or have to. Ta- it, just talk it's a them. summer thing. It's only for summer. And I think you have to live on site, but you're doing up to three shows a day. That's perfect, you know, and I would because my father, my mother, and me love to travel. We have a camper, actually. So when we did Tupelo, when I won in 2021, I was fortunate to win the 2021 Tupelo Elvis Festival Youth Champion. And uh, when we went to Tupelo, Mississippi, uh, we brought a camper. So we could definitely go out there and stay a couple of days and do shows. That's like my goal one day to have a touring act or um, performing somewhere where I could perform for a few days, you know, and just do this forever, you know? Uh, I think I was booking one of my other clients there. That's why. Um, but I think cool. they go anywhere from a week to three months for the bookings. So that's something that. just to keep in mind and look into. Uh, Kelly's, Kelly's Island, which is also in Sandusky, do, does yeah. the thing same thing so it's something just for your sake to look into no thank you i appreciate it for the connection i have to talk to kevin after and see what we could do about it we'll look in a place we'll we'll look on like online and see if we could get something happening there because that sounds like a fun thing to do from a entertainer's point of view it's really fun from a um person visiting it's even more fun because then you get to have be in the 50s style uh, cafe and you hear the music and it's a whole oh, yeah. so it's fun it's yeah good thing so it's all there but you know just a little yeah. thing but go ahead and please play us something oh okay i'm gonna turn on an original sound on here so you can hear the guitar okay can you hear that pretty well can hear it perfectly awesome maybe i didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have. Maybe I didn't love you. Quite as often as I could have. Little things I should have said and done. I just never took the time. You were always on my mind 
I heard the song, so thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. No, that's one I love doing on my guitar. And it's one I do for my mother. She's been battling thyroid cancer lately. And to anyone battling cancer out there, you know, I pray for you. And, you know, at my shows, I always do that song for my mom or Bridge Over Troubled Water. My mom's everything to me. So, you know, a lot of it's for her and also my father. Yes. I, I, that's always family first. That's the message. It's of, always been that. Yeah. yeah. Always, always, always family first. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Family first. 100%. Yeah. So we are almost out of time. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you, connect with you, or book you? Oh, yeah. So um, they get, sorry, for a second, I was like, huh, where? No. <laughs> Landon, okay. So Landon James ETA on Facebook, or you can call at 630-780-0983 or you can email landonjameseta at gmail.com actually i could read off the others i have my business cards in here let me check you should have Just a website so <laughs> oh yeah i do landon my website's landonjameseta.com uh i made just to reach out to a younger crowd i made a tiktok at landon james 1977 Facebook page, Landon James ETA, Snapchat, Landon James ETA, Instagram, Landon James 1977. And I have a YouTube channel. I've been, I'm going to start posting on it a little more now. YouTube, Landon James underscore ETA. Yeah. And then everyone could check me out on there or book me or for whatever they want, you know, shows, the talk or whatever. Sounds wonderful. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, thank you so much. I'm glad I had the opportunity to talk to you. You're very nice. I love it. And have a wonderful show or several shows coming up and have a terrific career. All right. Thank you very much. You as well. Have a good rest of your day. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy listening. Seems like 
I just never took the time. You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Tell me that your sweet love hasn't died.